Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, Browns fans? This is GP from the Netherlands and you're listening to The Dogs Podcast. Let's go! Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs. If you want to get your intro on the show, head to dogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop down menu. Huge shout out to, was it JP? GP? I, I didn't GP really catch it exactly. From the Netherlands for his awesome intro. The fact that we get intros from the Netherlands is pretty awesome to us. So keep them coming. We really appreciate them. Uh, we brought John back for a third episode. We're going to get him going on the mic more today, though, so we can truly evaluate him, see what we got <laughs> in him. Uh, he was a late round draft pick. We got to know if it's time to sign him long term or send him to the practice squad. It's good to have you back again today, John. Thank you. <laughs> uh, today we're going to do some would you rathers that we came up with. We're also going to talk about what the Browns should do at quarterback this year if Watson were to get a full suspension, plus some Baker news this week that we're going to touch on. Uh, before we get into it, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. YouTube's been screwing us in the algorithm lately, so make sure you have the notification bell tapped. Make sure you're subscribed, or you might not see us in your feed. We've had people tell us we're not showing up on their homepage of YouTube, and it's stupid. And we There's nothing yeah. we can do about it. So make sure you tap the notification bell. Make sure you subscribe. That way you always know when the new episodes drop. Uh, if you prefer to just listen to the show, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com. Become an official Dog Pack member on our Patreon page. We're getting closer to fantasy football season. If we can get a few more people will have enough to do four full leagues uh you get an extra episode every week music mondays are a big hit we had quite the thread going yesterday i forgot about monday so i did i did music <laughs> tuesdays this week thanks to john he reminded me so he's earning his keep uh but that's been a lot of fun we get threads going in there about pretty much anything browns news related and you get there's people from scotland all the way out to san diego up to california or up to uh, Canada, not up to California. That's stupid. Uh, but it's basically Worldwide Browns Backers Club on the internet. So if that's something that interests you, you want to talk to us more in your free time, join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member. Lastly, before we get into the episode, we want to remind you guys this episode is going to be coming out just a couple days before Father's Day. Head to omahasteaks.com search the dogs or just dogs just dogs just yep. dogs in the search bar and then order yourself the dad's want meat package. Uh, it's a awesome deal. You get how many free burgers? You get eight free burgers with the order. I think it's typically like 150 bucks, and it's on sale for 99 bucks. And when you see everything you get, it's crazy. It's like four or like eight burgers now, chops, steaks, chicken breasts. I mean, it's a ton of stuff, and it's super yeah. high quality. It's good stuff. So if that's something that piques your interest, omahasteaks.com. Search dogs in the search bar. So we're going to get into some Browns news this week. Baker, this just came out. Was it yesterday or today? I think it was yesterday. Um, talks heating up that Carolina's they're they're back in on the the Baker sweepstakes. I don't think they were ever actually out. I think it was just them playing hardball. Um, but we're starting. To, the reports are coming out that they're the ones starting to press a little bit. There's a sense of urgency on the Carolina Panthers side mm-hmm. uh, to get this deal done. What do you guys think of that? I think I, I think it's true, or at least it's definitely got some legs to it. Because why wouldn't they want to get him in before training camp? It makes sense that they would want him in now, sooner rather than later. And they're not going to roll the season with Sam Darnold. They didn't go last season with Sam Darnold. <laughs> no, I mean they tried everything. Yeah, they tried Cam Newton. Oh, I almost forgot about that. Um, Do we know how Baker's rehab's doing? I haven't heard anything about that. He was supposed to be good for training camp, right? I believe so. I mean, I don't know. I've kind of... I haven't heard anything negative about it. So, um, this is just AB playing hardball. They were like, we're out on Baker. And he was like, guys, I got all the time in the world. Ain't nothing to it for me. He's just sitting at home. Mm -hmm. And now they're coming knocking because they're the ones who are going to have to go into a season with Sam Darnold, if not. Right. And they don't want to do that two years in a row. Matt Rule doesn't want to do that two years in a row. 
No, he's I, you only for get a job. I, limited time to I think prove his, yourself. This is his year. Like I think if it doesn't work out, like if he's not at least there's improvement. He's done. He's done. And then when you look at their depth chart, you're like, ooh, Sam Darnold. Uh, you know, do you want to roll out the rookie? Wasn't it Matt Corral? Is that, is that I think that's who they picked. And then you have uh, PJ Walker. Yep. Yep. So, like, for me, I'm like, and I'm maybe this is just me thinking because, you know, I, I rooted for Baker for the last few years, but he's, for me, at a, a for sure improvement over those guys. I'm, the, the rookie, I don't know if you can really factor him in because, you know, it's going to take a couple of years to sit and just to see, you know, what happens there. But, um, I don't know, like for Carolina, it's risky too, because you could have $36 million wrapped up into, you know, two bust quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's in, just in a lot of picks. I think, yeah, a, a lot, a lot of picks between the two trades. I mean, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Now I did see like a side report that, or another rumor, I guess, that the Browns could potentially be targeting Robbie Anderson, the wide receiver from Carolina as part of the deal. <laughs> Because he said he didn't want he didn't want to play with Baker. I I don't want us. That's to right. Trade. He did. I don't okay, want us I, to I trade. I actually for forgot about that. I want us to. Yeah. I don't want us to get him because I just want to watch that. <laughs> I want to watch that happen. Uh, what do you think? I know for there's a time where you were very down on Baker. Do you think he's an upgrade over what they have? I think he's an upgrade over what they have. He's shown potential. Uh, we've seen the potential firsthand. So. Somewhere out there, there's people that think his injury is the reason he sucked so bad last year. It's <laughs> not what I think. But hopefully somebody in the Panthers organization thinks that. <laughs> That's a GM. very good point. <laughs> We're still going to be stuck paying some of his salary if we trade him, probably. Oh, for sure. a bit of it. So I would make the trade, though. It's much better than just cutting him. No, absolutely. I, is there a limit to what you would pay? I mean, I don't want to pay the whole 18, but if they're like, listen, you got to pay 70%, I'd be like, whatever it takes. Just not my money. <laughs> yeah. As long as we get something in return for him, pay whatever. Say, Jimmy, this is what we got to do. You're going to have to pay some of this. I mean. Now, Robbie Anderson's not that great. I mean, he's not that bad, but I feel like he's just, he's put up numbers the last couple of years because every team he's been on, he's been the only guy that's not a practice squad guy. Yeah, pretty much. And so they're just feeding him the ball. Um, so it's just getting a ton of targets. Robbie Anderson, though, I think with Deshaun Watson could be like a um, Will Fuller type. Yeah. And it'd be a nice depth piece. I yeah. mean, we're kind of, we're, we're I don't want to say we're thin. Yeah, but it's. He wouldn't have to be the one or the two, probably. He right. could he could float in that three to, two to three range as far as. Yep. Yeah, I vet, think we need depth receiver. more than we need to go look for like a superstar. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah Amari's going to be drawing some, at least the best corner, if not a double team. So. And early reports, I know it's only mandatory minicamp or whatever, but David Bell is impressing. They said dropped he dropped one ball. The one, he so dropped one dropped ball one. without – no, it was uh, at the beginning of camp and there was no media there because they finally asked him, they're like, hey, have you dropped a pass yet? You know, have you dropped anything yet? And he was like, I dropped one at the beginning, and that was it. It's crazy. That's, that's good to hear. It's crazy. Yeah, it's – I think you got to do whatever you got to do to get Baker off the roster. Um, and – I want to see that week one matchup. I want to see that week one matchup. And I know I said, I don't think the league is this third party committee doesn't have an allegiance to the league to like try to only suspend Deshaun for our easy games and that stuff. But I got to think that if Baker goes to Carolina, that the league wants to see that Deshaun versus Baker week one matchup. I mean, that is, I mean, the, the league is first and foremost about money. You can't yep. you can't write that any better. No. <laughs> the only thing that would be better is if Baker went to Houston, right? But but <laughs> if, but if you're like what you're saying, if Baker goes to Carolina and then beats Jacoby Brissett, yeah. So what? No. We didn't yeah. have our starter, right? So you know? if, if say Baker goes to Carolina, we we play him week one. Are you nervous? Are you like worried that he's going to come out and dice us up? What who's our think? Who's our quarterback? Let's so, let's say. Let's say we'll get both. Say if okay. we got Deshaun, and then if we got it's Jacoby, what do you think? If we have Deshaun Watson, I'm very confident in a win. If we have Jacoby Brissett, I'm not confident that we win. I think, I think if Car- Baker starts, our defense scores more points than Carolina's <laughs> offense. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I don't yeah. know if it necessarily matters who the quarterback is because I don't want to sound like a hater, but we've seen Baker play very bad against good defenses and the Browns' defense – finished top five last year that's a very good defense plus we've got a great running game and carolina's not that great of a team to begin with no who would he be throwing to exactly dj, DJ, throw DJ, Robbie Moore. Moore. DJ Moore's nice award. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I mean, so it it it, it would be the talk of the offseason. If this trade happens, this is all that will get talked about till week one. Does yeah. that get flexed? Do you think that gets flexed to like a four twenty five or something like that? Because I think it's a one o'clock game right now. I mean, it, that's a lot of especially if Deshaun plays. It might. Because we don't really have it. I don't know what the schedule is. Go ahead and keep talking. I'll look up what the the prime time we're playing Buffalo are. and Chargers both at one o'clock too. That's crazy to me. Uh, we didn't get many prime time games because they didn't want to put Deshaun on prime time. Uh, I don't mind that though. I like playing at one. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. So, yeah. The Thursday night and the Monday night games are cool and all, but I'm old. Then my Sunday sucks. <laughs> Throws a wrench into the podcast schedule too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And it just then Sundays are way more boring. Mm. Yeah. Way more boring. So, I just if he goes to Carolina, I don't know. There's always that chance he, he comes out and carves us up and plays the flag and all that BS because that's kind of like what Baker does sometimes. But there's also the chance that we obliterate him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, there's going to be strong motivation on both sides. Like three picks. And I think it came out today, Anthony Walker said that last year the team was a little standoffish. And I think this is the multiple report that we've heard out of Brown's camp that this team feels more like a team and it's gelling. And last year it was very much like offense versus defense and it's your fault. It's your fault. That kind of thing. Um, And I, I don't want to put too much blame on one person, but Baker was definitely at the center of some of that. Oh, for sure. That's fair. Yep. That's fair. So uh, I think somebody, a, a Panthers podcast or something asked us on Twitter, what we honestly thought, and I, uh, my my take on it back to them was, he you can't underestimate what he did to help stabilize us, but his headaches don't live up to his talent, and he's got too low of a ceiling and too low of a floor. His floor is one of the worst floors. When, I've when ever he's seen. bad, he's bad. He when he's bad, he's like historically. I mean that game against the Packers on Christmas. Oh my gosh. I think about that. Texans. I was having a really good day. The too. Lions. Yeah. I'm talking back a few years ago, even, Texans, even last yeah. year, the Texans game where he threw three picks before half that. But I mean, you see flashes and then, you know, it's very hot and cold. But, but what do you think we get? Say, say Anderson's off the table as far as picks wise. What do you think we get? Third, second. I don't, I don't know. Think really? Second. Uh, I was thinking like fourth, fourth or fifth. For wow, no, I think and we could get a third. Would yeah, they, would they trade for scenario. Darnold like a third and a fourth? I thought they give up a second for Darnold. I didn't think so. No, I thought I, that, I thought right. it was like a third. Or was it a third and a six or something? So I can't remember either. But uh, I could see something similar to that. Carolina's got to be careful because, like he said, you don't want to have four draft picks and thirty-six million dollars wrapped up in two quarterbacks that can't play. Which I mean, I, I think if <laughs> here's the thing: if you bring in Baker. He's I think such one, an upgrade one, over Darnold. Yeah, I think that Darnold, I don't want to say you just straight out cut him. But you might cut him. Yeah, but I mean, that just shows how dysfunctional your organization is because you just gave up three picks the year before. Sometimes, though, you just got to be like, we made a mistake. Because yeah. uh, he, we just made our thoughts known on Baker, and he is leaps and bounds better than Darnold. Yeah, and I don't. Ha- I mean, I, I didn't hate the trade for the Panthers last year to go get Darnold because it's like, well, take a flyer on a guy. You didn't yeah, have a quarterback coached to- by Adam Gase. Yeah, so yeah. and he was a, a number three overall pick, I think. So just yeah. go yep. get him. But it didn't work out. I get that. Yep. So you'd have two two of the top three picks in that draft on your roster, and a lot of question marks. And they did give up a second. <laughs> really, it was a sixth, a second, and a fourth. A sixth, a second, and a fourth. Yep. So Yikes. I don't know if we'd get quite that much. I don't think so. We can all, we can hope, especially considering he's been available for quite a while now, and nobody's coming knocking. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we'll see what happens with there, but we wanted to touch on that because, like we said, uh, apparently that's starting to heat up. So maybe this time next week we'll have uh, a trade on our hands. Hey, Browns fans, are you ready for the NBA champs to be crowned? Join the finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make. Any $5 NBA bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. Looking to turn another small bet into a big payday during the NBA Finals? With a DraftKings Same Game Parlay, you can do just that. This NBA season, a customer actually placed a $5 Same Game Parlay, and they won over $5,000. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more, and boom. 
you have a shot at an even bigger payout. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code TPPN. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. One thing we else we want to touch on moving on to a quarterback who's on our roster. Right. Um, Justin saw this article and it was if Deshaun Watson suspended for an entire season, you know, we don't think that's going to happen, but you know, we don't know. It could happen. If he's suspended for an entire season, do we just roll with Jacoby Brissett and just say it is what it is or, which I never even thought about this. I think this is a good, a good point. Do we take a flyer and trade for Jimmy G on a one-year rental and see what we can do with Jimmy G this year? What do you trade for Jimmy G? Not a lot. But what's, I, I mean, throw, kinda, throw picks, come picks out on the table there. Like a fourth or a fifth or something like that. Would you do a fourth and a fifth? For a one year? For a one year thing? Uh, because I'm Andrew Barry and I know I'll just manipulate the draft and get them all right. back anyways, then I could pop, I would maybe think about it. I think this team's good enough that if you put Jimmy G on it, we can still do some things. He just took the yeah. Niners to the NFC Championship game. Um, well, I mean, Debo Samuel took him there. Yeah. But he was there. He was there. He was with them. <laughs> you know, he was with them. So I like Brissett enough to to keep us afloat for four to six games. We start getting more than that. The problem is if Deshaun's suspended eight or ten, you can't trade for Jimmy G. I don't think. He's got to be out the year for you to pull the trade on this. So the league could like definitely screw us if they suspend him eight games or ten games. I don't know if Jacoby Brissett's good enough to keep us in the playoff hunt for that long, but I also don't think you can trade for Jimmy G and then when Deshaun comes back at week 10, week 9, and now you got Jimmy G and Deshaun Watson. So you're, you'd be killing Jimmy G's market for after this year. Let me, let me try and flip it a little bit too. Instead of us trading for it, I think that there's a decent chance that he might just get flat-out released. And then my, I'm with you on the suspension. I think if it goes more than six games, you that that ship is in big trouble. I think that the chances of us making the playoffs are in trouble. I don't know if you guys know Jacoby Brissett stats, but they're not that great. Like, and <laughs> anybody want to argue me on that? That's fine. But I mean, Baker Mayfield would be an improvement over Jacoby Brissett. And I, that's just flat out being honest. And we toss that guy. To, I mean, we literally just said, hey, no, this isn't good enough for us to win. So for us to say, it's just not good enough. It's not good enough. I'll be the one to say it. You can, We can say whatever we want about it. Now, if San Francisco cannot find a market for Jimmy G, whether it's because of his injury or any, any of that, I think that you can go out there and you can pick him up and you can get him pretty decently cheap. I mean, uh, it's going to be a prove-it year. The thing with Jimmy G is – his stats are pretty decent, but the guy cannot stay on the field. His injury list is extensive. Like 2008 out for the season, torn ACL week three, 2020 missed one game, came back, played like four more games, had an ankle injury done for the season. Um, 2021, he got hurt and played through it, but then had to get surgery. And then again, got hurt against Dallas in the playoff game this year so, you know, shoulders, a sprain or something like that, but he's shoulder surgery. Like his stats are good. I mean, and he's had some decent weapons around him and the running game is, you know, always been a big thing and Shanahan's offense is innovative and exciting. But I think if you bring him in on this roster, I mean, I, I would be ecstatic. I, I just don't trust Jacoby Reset. I've seen Jacoby Reset as a starter. He's 14 and 23 as a starter. And I just, that's, to me, that's not good enough. The stats aren't good enough. He's not dangerous enough with his legs to be, if they're going to put him into a system that's just like Deshaun Watson, if you're specializing a system for him, that's just not good enough. It's not. And I think more than six games, our schedule, I don't, our schedule is, it is what it is. I don't know if we get through all those games. Yeah. And I don't think Brissett has the arm talent either. I completely agree with you. And not accurate. Correct. I mean, his completion percentage isn't good enough to be. I, but I agree with Blake. If it's a four to six game suspension and you want him to game manage through some of these right easier out. games at the beginning of the season, cool. Yep. We'll be all right. Yep. 
Yeah, if I brought up the Browns' schedule, which we've gone over a couple times, if it's four games, he can be three and one to four and zero. Oh, I think tr- truly, Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons. Yep. It gets extended much further than that. Say it goes to six. Now you got the Chargers and the Patriots. Patriots, I don't know what they're going to be this year. They could be good. They, you know, they're a playoff team last year, right? Yeah. Or they, I, I think there's a chance it could suck. If Mac Jones or Jones regresses, they lost their play caller. They have no weapons still. Uh, then if it goes up to eight. You got Ravens, Bengals. That's two mm. tough games. If yep. it goes up to ten, Bengals, Dolphins. So there's no, you know, once you get through those first four games, if you're playing with Jacoby, it becomes much more of a coin flip. I mean, the Browns go into those games a decent amount of those games probably not favored. Yeah, as yep. to being favored. So um, I would definitely, I think with Jimmy G, we could still make the playoffs, still make a push. Absolutely. Um, so I think it's it would be worth looking into because I don't want to just throw this season away. If he gets suspended, we know there's the chance that w- could happen. You would think the Browns knew there's a chance that could happen, but I still don't want to just toss the season to the wayside. So if no, the roster is way too good for like right. eight games, ten games. How long do you think? Do you think he comes in and just immediately balls out? Or yeah, yeah, he could. But I mean, at that point, you might have eight to ten losses. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I know like the beginning is easy, but let's say Baker goes to Carolina. That could be a loss. I mean, the quarterback play would be so drastically lower that I don't think any of those first four games are cupcake games if, 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 you know. The Jets mm-hmm. and the Falcons? The Falcons. Okay. I, and who knows? I'm, uh, you know, we always say every year like, oh, man, these teams are going to suck, and then they come out and surprise people. Jets, we've been saying that. They're not going to be that great, and they've proven they're not going to be that great. <laughs> My thing is, are we really, as an organization, you know, are you going to waste another year of extremely talented roster on mediocre pay, uh, quarterback play? And I could be completely way off here. I could. But, like, to me, from what I've seen from Jacoby Brissett, that's not going to do it for me. That, and that's not going to do it for the Cleveland fans. They will be booing him. They'll be like, oh, hey, we want Dobbs. Let's see what Dobbs can do. Because as fans, and Cleveland fans are especially like this, we will literally look for the next best option immediately, especially if it's if that's what it is. I agree. Trade for Jimmy G if Deshaun's out for a full season, without a doubt. Yep. Um, he's got playoff experience. We know he can get you there. So, If he suspended 10 games, what's our record got to be for us to still be playoff contenders? The AFC North? 5-5. Five, 5-5, five. Five, yeah. I think we could be okay at 500. I mean, it'd be tough. Really? Yeah, it could be tough. And so then, think Deshaun, about last year. Remember so then, last year how the all the AFC was yeah, just but like. You're saying then that after Deshaun gets back, we basically go undefeated. You'd have to you'd have to go pretty close. I mean, you could lose a couple. <laughs> That's games, a maybe tall three ass. Games. A guy who hasn't played football in two years just to come in all of a sudden go undefeated. I think if he suspended ten games, we got to be seven and three. With Jacoby Brissett. With Jacoby Brissett. seven That's and three, happen, six and bro. four, seven and three. It's going to be tough. So we, I think we better hope it's not a 10-game suspension. And if it is, figure some stuff out. Yeah. And there's not a, like, the QB market, there isn't one. Like, <laughs> it's Jimmy it's, G. Like, if you're, not, if you're not a Brown, you know, the Browns, it's Baker and Jimmy G. Yeah. If you're the Browns, it's Jimmy G, basically. That's it. So I, I did see a report, though, that said that people close to the Deshaun Watson situation were anticipating that the NFL's ruling would come out before training camp I saw that also. late next month in yep. July and maybe even earlier in July. So we're still probably about a month out from Sucks. knowing. Which is annoying. Really annoying. Like it's time to crap or get off the pot. What are you waiting on? I, I mean, crap. you already, you're inv- 10 you've more co- people to file. You've already come out and suits? said your investigation's done. Yeah. What's just do it. But I don't know. We'll it's see. crazy because everybody that's investigated Deshaun Watson to this point has walked away saying, yeah, we got nothing. <laughs> yeah. So I just don't understand why all these people are saying he might miss a year. He might have to apply for reinstation. You know, I don't. Okay. So I didn't want to get too much into it, but I think the more people that come forward in file civil lawsuits, the more unrealistic it looks. That's just me. The perception from uh, and we could be just Browns fans, but the perception on the other side of that is not that it just looks worse and worse. Especially if you're if you're just seeing it from the outside looking in. I'm seeing some people flip. Like every time they come out, they're like, "Okay, 
You mean to tell me this guy went from a, a model citizen to the most diabolical sexual predator the United States <laughs> has ever seen? And then all of a sudden he stopped? Right, yeah. It went from 2017 to 2019, and then the allegation started, and he just stopped? Bro, if he was doing it this much, and he's such a fiend, there would be no stopping. <laughs> You'd have to kill him to stop him. You know what I mean? Like, he, if he was doing it that much, he obviously doesn't have any self-control, any willpower. He wouldn't just one day go cold turkey. <laughs> It'd be a little difficult. You know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, And I'm not trying to make light of the situation, yeah, say, but yeah, it's like, to me, the more that come forward, especially after the HBO thing, That's the, one the thing more too, yeah. it's becoming a clear cash grab. And it's the more it's becoming apparently obvious that Busby, he knows he's he has nothing in court. And right. he's just all about public. He is trying to force Deshaun to settle to get paid. Because if he doesn't settle, this crooked lawyer doesn't get paid a dime. He's got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours into this case. And he won't get paid. Because they only get paid when they win, at least most of the time with these these like civil case class action lawyers. So he's just trying to f- force the court of public opinion on Deshaun so much that he doesn't want it to keep going, so he settles. It's becoming obvious he has nothing in court. If this goes to court, this dude might get obliterated. <laughs> and he yeah. knows that. Yeah. That's why he's just pulling people out of the woodwork. And, I mean, Watson has held firm the whole time that he has noth- he did nothing wrong. And he's going to clear his name. And so far, I mean, he's stuck to that. Yep. So that's all I want to get into that. Um, but I just had to make that known my thoughts. I know there's going to be people who disagree and say I'm a homer, but I was saying this stuff before I knew Deshaun was going to be a Browns player two years ago. So, yeah. Hey, Browns fans, here's a little gift-giving wisdom from Omaha Steaks. Dads want steaks. And with Father's Day right around the corner, there isn't a better gift than Omaha Steaks. Go to omahasteaks.com and type in dogs, D-A-W-G-S, in the search bar and order the Dads Want Steaks package today. For just 99 bucks, this limited time package includes 16 mouth-watering entrees that your dad is guaranteed to love. They got the smoky, tender, bacon-wrapped filet mignons, gourmet jumbo franks, air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, and for a sweet finish, delicious caramel apple tartlets. I'm getting hungry just thinking about them. And as a special gift for our listeners, when you go to omahasteaks.com and search the Dogs Podcast in the search bar, order the Dads Want Steaks package, and you also get eight free Omaha Steaks burgers. The burgers are full of bold, beefy flavor made from 100% Omaha Steaks, and they're now bigger than ever at a whopping six ounces. Don't wait. Send dad more than just a gift. Send him an experience of love and that he can share with you. Go to omahasteaks.com, type dogs into the search bar, order the dad's one steaks package today, and you'll get those 16 entrees, four desserts, plus the eight free Omaha steak burgers today. Omaha steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life. Guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. Search dogs in the search bar. So that brings us to the would you rather part of this episode we thought this we you know we've done keep cut trades so we were like well what are some other fun games we can do in the off season so the way this is going to work we are going to go through and say would you rather have this or this and we're not taking into account the browns roster it's as if you were building a team so if you had a uh, somebody said you have one pick to start your franchise and you get to choose between this to start it or this to start it, which one are you going to build your team around? So with that being said, we'll, we'll start the would you rathers. This first one that comes up, would you rather have the Browns running back group or the Bengals wide receiver group? And like we talked about before the show, this does not, like you just said, we're not counting Deshaun Watson as the quarterback. We're not counting the Browns O-line. It's just the group. Yep. Think about, think about you're picking the kickball team. We don't even have a line yet. Everybody's on the line, and the two captains are out here, and you get to pick this to this to start your team. Who are you going with? Okay. I can start it if you guys want. Go Go ahead. ahead. So I literally wavered a couple times on this one. I think this is a very difficult one. It's a good one. I think if you're picking, and that's going to be the foundation of your team, that first year I think you have to take Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, the running backs, because at least if you don't have a quarterback – and Cincinnati proved this. Literally, you have a bunch of star guys running around and maybe not even a great offensive line, and they're just running around for fun out there. They're not getting any passes. They're not, you know, they might be wide open, but you can't 
protect the quarterback. You might not even have a quarterback. So give me some playmakers that can go and, and make some plays for you. Now, like the next year, if you get a stud quarterback like Joe Burrow, hey, you're, you might go to the Super Bowl. I mean, honestly. So I think in the immediate, right off the bat, if you want immediate success, you have to go with the running backs, you know, the running back room for the Browns. But long-term, let's say you get a little bit of offensive line, a little bit of quarterback play. This one's tough. What about <laughs> yeah. you, John? What do you think? Uh, I'm with Justin on the uh, the whole wavering thing. This one, this one's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I went back and forth on this one a lot. I'm kind of leaning towards the receiver room for the Bengals though. Um, just because I mean, Jamar chase is such a stud. Yeah. I mean, he can throw, I mean, he can catch anything you throw at him pretty much. Um, of course he has an amazing quarterback though. So it's tough with this. We don't know what our offensive line looks like. We don't know what our quarterback looks like, but, um, I'd say give me the uh, Bengals wide receiver room for now. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, Justin's argument actually swayed me because I was with John thinking, okay, I would go with the Bengals receivers here just because, I mean, T. Higgins would be a, a fine number one option on an offense, but now you got Jamar Chase, yeah. who, like you said, he can catch anything, and then it's after the catch. And Tyler Holy Boyd is nice. Crap. Tyler Boyd is a very nice third receiver. Yeah. Um, but you did make a good point, and I was thinking about the Browns when, you know, Baker was a rookie, and we leaned so heavily on Nick Chubb yeah. in that run game and how important it was. Um. But I'm still going to take the receivers. Absolutely. No, I, I want get the it. flash. Yep, yep. So, I get it. So, um, I think if I asked this question eight to ten years ago, I would immediately say the Browns running back mm-hmm. room. The way the NFL is the, nowadays, it sucks to say this, but I'm taking the Bengals wide receiver room. One, we never, we've never seen this Bengals wide receiver room play with a bad quarterback. Because the year that uh, Dalton was or um, Burrow was hurt, they didn't have Jamar Chase. Right. So who's to say what they would have been like if they would have had him? I, you know, and um, even that year, T. Higgins still put up good numbers as a rookie. Boyd still put up solid numbers mm-hmm. that year. Um, I just think the way the NFL is going, it's a passing league, and you can get running back serviceable running, serviceable running. I mean, we have five on our team. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So we could you could put this wide receiver core with Dearness Johnson and all of a sudden you got a, a prolific offense. So to me, it sucks to say that because the Browns have the best running back room in the NFL and it's not even close. And Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunter are two of my favorite players. But if, you know, I'm being forced to pick who I'm starting my franchise with, yep. I'm going with that wide receiver room. Yep. So let us know what you guys think about that one. That one was that was a tough one. I was pretty proud I came up with that one. Um <laughs> So then I'm going to skip one and go to number three here, and we'll come back to number two. Um, would you rather have the Browns' offensive line or the Chargers' edge rushers? I'll take it first okay, real quick. go ahead. I, I would definitely <clears> – <throat> this one's a little easier. I want the Browns' O-line. Okay. I want to protect the quarterback, and I want to give the running backs room to run. And I'll, I'll even tack on to that. I agree. I think this one is close as far as if you just take it from – the positions like, mm-hmm. you know, which is it. But then if you really think about it, you know, Brown's O-line, we'll go see what this year, you know, what Harris does. I mean, he's the only guy that's kind of the question mark, but a good offensive line, you control the clock. You literally can just wear the, wear the defense out. And then you have the ability to score points. Like for me, I think like with a defense, if you have not a, a great, great defense, you can kind of scheme scheme things open. I mean, you can do that for the offense too, but if your offensive line sucks and you can't protect your quarterback and you can't throw the ball or run it, well, I've seen that show for multiple, <laughs> multiple years and it's not good. Well, I like what you said real quick about Nick Harris being the one question mark. The last time we had one question mark on the O-line, his name was Wyatt Teller. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And uh, no longer a question mark. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping it goes Harris. the same way. Yeah. yeah. They said he bulked up and stuff like that. So I'm excited to see what he does this year. What are you going with? Yeah. I mean, if you look at the Bengals right now, a bad offensive line. It almost doesn't even matter what you put around them. Yeah. I mean, they went to the super bowl on a pretty <laughs> easy playoff run and uh, they lost. You can make the argument if they had a good O line, they'd be super bowl champs. Right. And so, yeah, I, I like this one's tough too. I just, I love watching a good defense. It's mm-hmm. super entertaining, but I don't want to sound like a broken record. Scoring points is just, you have to, and a great offensive line is going to, that's kind of like the first step. That's like the foundation to get you to, um, to start scoring points is to have like someone that can protect the pass and the run, yep. open up some holes and stuff. So, again, you you don't know who your running back's going to be in this situation, but 
uh, an average running back and look a lot better with a really good offensive line. And I thought it was a great point last week. You said how that sweet Buffalo defense, you know, how that fare for him last year in the playoffs mm-hmm. against so Kansas City. I I can see both sides of this mm-hmm. because Browns used to have, Browns have had good offensive lines for like off and on throughout our lives and they've never been good. And um, you could make the argument if the Bengals had a good offensive line, they could have won the Super Bowl this year. But at the same time, the Seahawks or the uh, Rams won the Super Bowl because of their pass rush. Yep. So, you know, tomato, tomato there. And the Bengals were dominating in the first half because they were getting after the passer. So, you know, what they say the most important positions in football are quarterback, left tackle, edge rusher, and corner. And the Chargers have two great ones. I guess the jury's out on Khalil Mack. We'll see what they get out of him this year. But Bosa is, you know, the real deal. Um, I guess I. it's tough to pick. It's tough to pick. But sometimes I think you can have a great O-line and not win games. And the Browns just had a great O-line and didn't win games. And you can have a great edge rusher and not win games. I mean, the Broncos have had good pass rushes, and they weren't that good. Um, So it can go either way. But I think it's hard to find two premier pass rushers on the same team. And if I had the choice, that's where I would go. Okay. Both and Khalil Mack, that's going to be nasty. Yeah, I agree. It's scary. So, okay. So then John's probably got time for, like, one more here. So which one do you guys want to do? Don't matter. Let's go. Let's do uh, Justin's. Or do you have one you want to do? Oh, I was just looking at the list here, actually. No, I think number two is pretty easy, so we can do a different one. Okay. So here we go. Would you rather, Justin came up with this one, if you're starting your team, would you rather have Nick Chubb or Travis Kelsey? I, go ahead, Josh. Go well, ahead. so this is where I look at this and say, this is it is a little tough because you, if you factor in age, Travis Kelsey is like, what is he, 31, 32? I think mm-hmm. like. He's going to start dropping off here in the next year or two, maybe as far as tight end goes. Well, Chuck's twenty six, so he's still kind of mm-hmm. prime running back. Yeah, but you got to think if you're like how good he is right now. <laughs> you're building your team around it. That's what you're getting. So oh. are we factoring in age or not? You do, you host. <laughs> you just said we shouldn't factor in age. Well, are we factoring in our GM, like evaluating talent, <laughs> who we're going to draft? Things like that. Who who's more important to an offense? Um, to me, this one's super tough. Again, yeah. Um, man, Nick I can Chubb go. Is, I was gonna say, John. I we think Nick Chubb's the best running back in the league. Yeah, and we know Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in the league. Correct. It's just super tough. I mean, it. What offense do you want to run? <laughs> Pretty much, I think I would go Nick Chubb just because he's a he's his own element of the offense. Like if Travis, he's in the passing game, but you can have other receivers and other players making plays out there. But when Nick Chubb's running the ball, he's running the ball. Mm-hmm. Like he is the running game. Yeah, you got Cream Hunt. Well, in this situation, you wouldn't, but you'll have somebody to spell him and things like that. But he's your guy. He's your running game. So this is going to be my argument against that. And I'm just going to hit you with some stats, okay? So uh, depending on, you could say, well, he had Patrick Mahomes. Well, before that, he had Alex Smith. And Alex Smith is okay. But this guy balled out with Alex Smith, too. He's uh, the only tight end out of 19 players to have six consecutive uh, seasons of 1,000-plus yards. Um, he has not missed a game since 2013. Oh, wow. And he is third for most missed tackles, um, and it's the best for a tight end. But the only guys that are also on that list with him that are above him are Antonio Brown, Jarvis Landry, and Golden Tate. Golden Tate, when he was when he was in his prime, was a stud. Um so, like, for me, I think I think you got to go with Travis Kelsey. And I love Nick Chubb, but, like, man, if you can get some type of quarterback play, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter. The guy just catches everything. And he, and he gets double teams. It just doesn't matter. He just is so big, so athletic, so physical. Guy's a stud. Okay, so here's the way I'm going to go. Travis <laughs> Kelsey, I think, is a surefire Hall of Famer. Correct, yeah. And I don't know. Nick Chubb's great, but I don't know if he's on a Hall of Fame path yet. Because of um, just workload, workload. You, yes, yeah. Um, I think he's got Hall of Fame talent, you know. And if he plays ten more years, you know, maybe he gets there. But I don't think his trajectory is Hall of Fame right now. He's Hall of very, very good, you know. So that being said, 
tight end is going to be dependent on your quarterback. I know he played well with Alex Smith, but Alex Smith also isn't a scrub. Okay. Right. And somebody's got to throw him the ball. And you're talking about a guy who's going to potentially get the ball 20 to 25 times a game to a guy who on a great day is probably going to get like 10 to 15. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Nick Chubb isn't as quarterback or O-line dependent. We've seen him play with bad quarterbacks and bad yep. offensive lines. He still averages almost six yards a carry, still leads the league in broken tackles, still leads the league in forced missed tackles, all that kind of stuff. So I think as a centerpiece for your team, I'm going Nick Chubb. I mean, I like I think pick. Tra- Travis Kelsey's had the better career. Might even be – Travis Kelsey might be better at being tight end than Nick Chubb is at being running back. But I'm going to take Nick Chubb – to build my team around just based on usage and effect on the game when you don't know what else there's going to be. So that's the way I think that one goes. Also another tough one. Um, And then we got one more left. That was weird. (laughs) Oh man. Whatever. Well, what was I saying? Anyways, we got one more to go. Uh, So this one was one I came up and on the surface, it sounds, I think really easy. But I think I can make arguments both ways. So, would you rather have Denzel Ward or TJ Watt? I don't see what's easy about that. This, this is to me. Uh, we're, we're, John thought it was easy wherever the hell he went. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if were we in a group chat talking about this, but basically, to me, this is the easiest one of them all. No brainer. You absolutely have to take TJ Watt. Is that what we're talking about? Did you even say the question? Yeah, I said okay, the I just checked out. I was so surprised by John disappearing into thin air. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Um, to me, the guy is just completely, his stats since he came into the league are just outrageous. I mean, we, we put him up against Miles Garrett in a side-by-side, and it was shocking. It wasn't even close. It was shocking, yeah. Um, relentless motor. The guy is like one of the, like, I always like liked NFL street when I was a kid, you know, like when I was younger. And to me, he's like the game breaker. Like he's that guy, like all he, you game plan to take him out of the game. And then it doesn't matter what you do. He still wrecks your game plan. Um, I mean, reigning defensive player of the year, um, you know, and to me, just, just your production just, and you know that they focus on him and he plays on a great defense and there's other guys around him that you can't just focus on, but like 72 sacks, 22 forced fumbles, four interceptions, 80 tackles for loss. It's, his stats are insane. Like you watch him and just go, man, he just does not take any plays off. He's in every play and he's destroying something in that play, <laughs> mostly offensive lines. Yeah. I, I love Denzel Ward. Absolutely. I do. And you got to have a, I mean, having that cornerback, that lockdown yeah. guy who's, I mean, guy, quarterbacks aren't throwing the ball his way very often because right. of what he can do. But, man, when you watch a football game, I guess maybe it's not fair, though, now that I think about it. Because, yeah, you see T.J. Watt affect every single yes. play. But Denzel Ward's affecting every play he's on the field, too, but you're just not seeing it. Yeah. Because he's taking can, guys out of the play. Yeah, but you can throw to somebody else. True. You know, yep. and that's where it's nice with the Browns. And I know that's not a factor or anything in this, you yeah. know, but, like, let's say just – you know, Newsom's also, he's hes not a scrub. He's very talented, too. So Right. You can throw lucky. to somebody else, but at least Denzel Ward's taken away your, your best, top Your guy. top receiver, it's he can take your top receiver completely out of the game. And you brought it up last week, Justin Jefferson. Uh, he should he locked down Jamar Chase pretty mm-hmm. pretty much that, that game. So I, if you have an argument for Denzel Ward, I would love to hear that, Blake. I really would. So my argument is... So, the two most important positions, we you know, two of them on your defense are your edge rusher and your corner. You want to have a premier one at each, mm-hmm. okay? Now, we have Denzel Ward. So, I looked at two a uh, common opponent, the Bengals. Mm-hmm. We were 2-0. Steelers were 0-2. We have Denzel Ward. They have TJ Watt. The Bengals thrashed them offensively. 24-10 the first one, 41-10 the second one. Mm. So TJ Ward wasn't affecting that game. TJ Ward so, or TJ Watt. So here's <laughs> my Denzel Ward won us the game against the Bengals. Hundred yard pick six, uh, shut down Jamar Chase. So and like you said, you might not see it, but he's holding the other team's number one receivers. He's taking them out of the game, mm-hmm. completely out of the game. He's you're shutting down half half their offense. I mean, when he Devonte Adams had a good first half, 
and then poof, nothing. So um, I would take TJ Watt probably, but I think there's, I don't think it's as clear cut. I think you can make the argument both ways. You premier corners are not easy to find. No. And we this guy was the highest paid one for, you know, 48 hours or something. <laughs> right. So uh, uh, the only thing I'll say to counter, to counter your point, the second game he didn't even play in. They, he didn't play in that week 18 game. Mm-hmm. So you got a, you got a one Oh against a Oh two kind of situation. And I get, I get your point, but even like, so he didn't have a Jamar chase game, but he still ended up with six catches for like what? 50 yards or something like that. And his game, like Ward's game was nice. He had two tackles, three pass deflections and the 99 yard touchdown. Like I've watched TJ Watt and went, Oh, he's, he's pretty much winning them the game because you can't do anything on offense. So that, I mean, I, I, I get your argument. I really do. And I, I love, like you said, I love Denzel Ward. But to me, I, I don't think that it's a, a tough a tough call. But if I know I was, you had to pick somebody. If I was taking a guy right now to build my defense around, I would take TJ Watt. Yeah. Here's my, another argument, which you've seen. We've seen this with Miles before we drafted Denzel. You can have an excellent, excellent edge rusher. Yep. But if there's a dude just running around wide open, it don't matter. No. Yep. Nope. They'll just it's a great because point. because the guys getting rid of the ball too quick. Mm-hmm. So that that's why again I would probably take TJ, but I don't think that I don't think it's clear cut. That's not that, yeah. That's not a knock whatsoever on Denzel Ward. Denzel no. Ward is. I mean, now that you say that, I think uh, I think I'm going to take TJ Watt. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is a great point. Yeah, and we said that for we've said that for a long time that you know Miles Garrett can get there. But he, if the ball's coming out immediately because there's guys wide open, what does it matter? Yeah. What does it matter? A guy like Denzel Ward just only helps. And if you look at – now, I don't know who the Steelers' corners are if they're that great, but, like, maybe Fitzpatrick's back there yeah. and he's helping out. And that mm-hmm. those kinds of guys help TJ get the pressure. He they had uh, – what's his name? Uh, Joe they, Hayden. They had Joe Hayden. Uh, is it Mike uh, Mike Hilton? Or yeah. Hit, yeah. He, I mean, he's good. And he's gone. He's left the team now. But uh, like they, their defense is good too. It's not like they always put they, together a good defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like I said, I'd probably go TJ. But I think you can make arguments for both ways. Yeah, sure. Um, let us know what you guys think. And I think Josh has one here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last. Would you rather? Would you guys rather get sacked by Miles Garrett or <laughs> stiff armed by Nick Chubb? Oh, uh, I think I'd no rather, pads, no pads. Oh, for oh, sure. So rather Nick Chubb's just putting his face in my, his hand in my face and yeah. putting your face in the dirt. In the yes. Dirt. <laughs> uh, so uh, this might come off weird on the camera, but I don't, uh, weigh a lot. And <laughs> so the idea of miles Garrett, what's miles Garrett weighing? Like what? Three. Oh, he's not, in he's probably two, but he's upper two seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like for me, I don't want that guy falling on me. Uh, <laughs> that might be the end of my life. It might be a checkout situation where I go to meet Jesus or not. I don't know. Depending on how my decisions have been my whole life. So I, I think I'd rather I'll take a stiff arm. As you guys can see, I'm a larger individual. It's not, it's not just the camera adding 180 pounds. I'm this big in real life, but I'm also very fragile. <laughs> I've had multiple injuries throughout my career. Uh, so, I mean, I just had knee surgery last year. Yeah. So, and I wasn't doing anything physical unless you count all the gravity pulling down on me. So, I'm taking that stiff arm because if Miles Garrett hit me, I would just, I would be shattered into a thousand pieces. Yeah. I can just take like a sprained neck from, you know, or maybe another concussion. I've had four or five of those. So, what's one more? Correct. But I can't take the broken neck I'm going to get from Miles. Yeah. <laughs> or the 20 broken ribs or however many ribs you have. Mm-hmm. Right. What about well, you? you? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> You've thought this one through. I know you have. I, too, will take the stiff arm yes. as long as you guys promise to video it because I think good stiff arm videos really make their way around the net. Absolutely. A little more than – I mean, a good sack is good, but I think I, we're a good stiff arm. We're adding 1,000 subscribers yeah. almost immediately. So I'll and, take one for the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and I think you can probably get, like, an autograph out of that. You know, like, you can get the, your shirt, the grass chain shirt. Maybe I can just autograph. take the teeth that he knocked out so they <laughs> yeah. can sign each yeah. initial these. Just yeah. N and then C. Miles had to come see me at the hospital. I'd be like in one of those TV shows that, you know, like the whole body's broken and they're being held yeah. up with wires. Yeah. He's just like reading that. poetry to you about yeah. how sorry he is that he destroyed your life. He brings me like a little pet dino. Yeah. That's how I know that, you know, that's a good dude because he's just, 
he just loves dinosaurs and I'm with him. I'm but, with him on that. That was a good one, but very solid. What about you, John? What do you think? I keep forgetting that. It, I don't I know weird. That was, that was, I've never seen that before. No, the, the studio it's, is haunted. It's like the snap happened and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've got to save the world now. Thanos. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, but that's going to do it for this episode. Let us know what you guys think on our, would you rathers? I thought those were pretty fun today. Um, we got to come up with stuff like that to get us through the off season and let us know what you think about the Baker situation. And would you uh, make a trade for Jimmy G? If it turns out Watson gets suspended for the year, obviously it'd just be a one year, you know, uh, prove gap, it. prove it. Yeah. And I think Jimmy G would look at that as a way to bolster his stock. If he comes out and balls out, then all of a sudden his market's way up. What Absolutely. better team do you get to bridge your career with? Yeah. Yeah. And this is a seriously talented roster. Yep. Right now. So I think it'd be good for the Browns to look at if, uh, you know, God forbid Watson's suspended for a whole year. We're going to knock on wood and cross our fingers that that's not what the case, though. Hopefully we don't have to worry about that. Uh, thanks for checking out another episode. Let us know what you think about all that in the comments. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon, I almost forgot what I was going to say. I had a brain yeah, flash. I saw that. Yep. Is that concussion? Uh, oh, that was that fifth concussion. Well, I, I went to go read what I had like typed down on my notes, but then I was like, oh, I already said that. And then I realized what I wanted to say went to the next page. There you go. Uh, so, but to everybody, you know, we'll see you guys all next week, unless you're a dog pack member. If you want to join the Patreon, join the dogs.com. Uh, come join us on the after hour show, jump in these threads. Uh, if not, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member at jointhedogs.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.